This podcast is brought to you by iCoreStudios.co.uk. iCore Studios is a media-focused social site providing exclusive games, webcomics and podcasts. Head on over to iCore-Studios.co.uk to find out more. Welcome back to Today I Despair. I'm Josh Reaver. This one isn't funny. It's just sad. I'm going to be quite real this episode. I imagine I'm going to get quite heated, so it is what it is. I've been working in the IT industry for 10 years now, and during that time, I've come across some really nasty people and really nasty companies. You wouldn't believe some of the things I've had happen and just how fucked up it was. Let me just try and explain one situation I found myself in. My first job. Back when I was 18, I landed a role in London. It was my first real job, and initially, really, really fun and exciting. I was part of a team of three, but the other two were contractors, as the company was still looking for permanent staff to replace the previous team after a restructure. When the permanent staff actually started, that is when things went to shit. The first one to be hired was 25 or so, and he was dense as anything. Or at least, initially, that's what I thought it was. The second one of them was a 43-year-old guy who was very loud and just generally disgusting. After about a week of them both being on the team, the older guy starts making very loud comments about our ethnicities. They were both black, and it's sad to say that they both brought every conversation around to race from a very early point. They had almost exclusive access to the music in the office, which was not to my taste, I'm more alternative, but it would always be down to, whenever I'd ask for something different to be on, I don't care what it is, so long as it's not this repetitive stuff that he kept having on every single day, it's the same five songs over and over and over again, I just wanted something different. The response I would get every time, because you're a whitey. Hmm, that seems appropriate. I was only 18. I had no idea what to expect or what was normal, especially in the workplace. Every day I'd get in and some kind of comment would be made about me so long as my manager wasn't present. This really did start to get me down because I had no idea what to do about it and when I brought it to my manager, he just shrugged it off. Over time it evolved into other things but the crux of it was that both of these men were bigoted assholes, and sadly, They've been allowed to continue this behaviour and progress into high-level managerial positions within their respective companies. And the idea of that is just so very worrying because the more power these people have is the more damage that they're capable of doing. I worry about the people that hired them, the people in even higher positions, because you should be able to pick up on this sort of thing. If someone's whole identity is based around how bigoted they are. How can you promote that? How can you encourage their progression? If you couldn't tell, I really didn't get on with these two people. I began dreading going to work because they started getting verbally abusive, spreading rumors about me, real kid stuff. As it was my first job, I I had something to prove to myself and to my boss. I was gonna do my best and I was closing off over 100 tickets a week and the other two, was sitting around 20 to 30 per week, which for the job we were doing is incredibly low, regardless of whether I was closing so many or not. Industry standard was about 70 per week, 
So no matter how you look at it, they were underperforming. I'm not tooting my own horn here. The work was easy and it was entirely reasonable for these two men who'd been working for five plus years in the industry versus me who had just started to do this level of work. But they were preoccupied with fucking around. One day, one of the staff came into our office for some help and happened to be a woman in her late 30s. Once she left, the older of the two guys emailed her to say, Josh said he thought you looked awful today when he saw you. His exact words were, like a dried up plum. Firstly, that's incredibly, that's an incredibly weak insult. And secondly, why the fuck would you email someone that? Why would, why, why would you do that? Whether it was true or not, which it wasn't, why the fuck would you do that? Thankfully, this was one of the women I was quite friendly with. And at the time that it happened, she forwarded it to me and said, Josh, did you actually say this about me? I mean, what the fuck? Why would anyone think that's acceptable? My manager again brushed it off. Oh, he's just having fun. Fuck off, do your fucking job. I was continuously being riled up for months and having to bite my tongue because my manager was saying everything was fine, but it wasn't. I was in a hostile working place, having my chair fucked with, so when I sat on it, it'd fall apart, and I really hurt myself twice because of that. Or they're running around telling people lies about me and had me approached by four different members of staff asking what my problem was with them. How many people didn't speak up that thought I was an asshole when all I wanted to do was just do my job? I won't lie, talking about this is actually pissing me off quite a bit because who the fuck were they to do this? After months of this shit and having pins placed on my seat that morning, and let me tell you, sitting on that and having the entire length of it go inside your leg fucking hurts. Understandably, I was at breaking point. Mid-morning, someone came into our office for assistance. A very camp guy. Once he left, the older member of the team turned to our manager and said, was he a batty boy? Now for context, this is slang for homosexual that you'd hear from a 12 year old in the UK. My manager doesn't even flinch at the term, but instead answers the question. Well, yeah, 90% of the men that work here are gay. Just coincidence, but it's true. The older guy looks genuinely shocked as he sits back in his chair and then the phone rang, which he answered. Oh, one moment, please. He then turns to my manager after popping the person on hold. Is this David Guy a gay boy? I was genuinely shocked that he would ask that, but then my manager replies. He doesn't say, what the fuck are you on about? He replies to it like it's a serious thing he should be asking. Yeah, he is. I met his boyfriend once, actually. Nice couple. The older guy then hangs up the phone and says, nope, there's no way I'm going to be talking to a faggot if I can help it. I might catch AIDS from the phone. Wow. Okay. All right. So I'm almost at break. I am, I am livid at this point. Both the younger and the older guys sit there laughing about it. And I can feel this deep, searing rage. After biting my tongue for months, I just couldn't anymore. And I was, I was fuming that this guy thought it was okay to conduct himself like this. Yeah, he might have fucking backwards views, but you can't bring that to work and hang up on someone when the whole point of your job is to provide phone support. This has to be a fireable offense, surely. A written warning at minimum. The younger guy then started saying, can we please get a list of every fag so we know not to answer to them? He's right, I don't want to catch AIDS. And the older guy agreed 
that they needed a goddamn fucking list of the sexualities of the staff within the company. You know what my manager did? He fucking chuckled. I, I fucking, I completely fucking lost it. Stood up, spoke to my manager across the desk to say, this is fucking ridiculous. You should be reprimanding them for this behavior. He just hung up on someone for a completely non-work related personal reason because of who they were. It's his job to help people that work here. All he did was look at me and said, well, it is their right to not speak to someone that goes against their religious or personal beliefs. No, it fucking isn't. You're facilitating direct discrimination, you dickhead. I was pissed and said, how would you view this if you got rejected at work for help because you're black? Me saying that is the only thing that got my manager to say, whoa, whoa, okay, that's enough, that's out of line, but said nothing to the homophobes. It's the same fucking principle. They have to do their jobs and not discriminate. You must be joking that you're siding with them. The older guy then pipes up to say, Josh, race isn't a choice. Sticking a cock up your bum definitely is. Kissing men is a sin and I won't talk to a faggot. Still, my manager says nothing. He sat there next to the guy, spouting this crap and doing fuck all. I set my phone on record in the hopes I could get proof, if nothing else, and placed my phone down. My manager then told me to go outside to cool down and I left my phone by pure accident and instead of going outside, I walked into HR. After putting in my complaint, I came back to the office and my manager wasn't even there and the atmosphere was heavy as anything. I stopped the recording and later on during my train home, I listened to it to see if there was anything said. Josh must be batty. There's no way a straight person would get this vexed if they aren't gay or at least bisexual. Haha, <laughs> bisexual. Yeah, he's a gay boy. We need to look out for him. They're all the same. He might try and rape us if we're alone with him. Yeah, he can try, but I'll dash him up and try and kick his head in after I knock him out. Knock the gay out of the batty boy. Speechless. I was fucking speechless. And even thinking back on this, I'm still fuming. Oh, how I wish this had happened now, when I understand things a lot more. Just a reminder that these two men are now in senior management positions. The following day, my boss's manager came to head office to interview me about the incident and said, Josh, this is your word against theirs and your manager said he's staying out of it. I think it best we sweep under the rug. No harm, no foul. How, how the fuck is my manager not required to give an account of the situation? No harm, no foul. Your case isn't looking very strong, so I'd say you should drop it. Nope, I'm not having this, I think. Here, I have recorded proof of it and then played him the sound clip. Josh, this is inadmissible. I can't use it. Please delete that. I could fire you for gross misconduct for this. What the fuck? F FYI, I didn't delete it. I'm pretty sure I still have a copy somewhere on an old hard drive from back then. Two weeks pass and there's no progression with HR and I decide that fuck this, I'm finding another job and get offered within a week. Fantastic, glad the market was good at that time. I chase for an update on the case and they say there's nothing and won't be for another few weeks. So I put in my resignation, why the fuck not? Following day, my manager leaves. For the next month, one of the other IT managers who was on maternity leave during the whole situation had just come back to work and so effectively babysat us in the office as it would have just been the three of us otherwise. It was an awful four weeks. My final day finally arrives and just after I got back from lunch, I get a call from the security compliance officer who asks me if I know about a user account. 
Um, no, I don't. Do you want me to check with the others? No, no, it's probably nothing. No need to bother anyone. My stand-in manager comes in and asks to see me in a meeting room. The head of the department is on the phone to say that it looks like I've created an admin account with full access to everything and that they want to know what's going on. Oh, is this what I was phoned earlier about? Uh, I already told them that I don't know what it is, but I did offer to, to ask the others about it. No, there's no need for that. We can see your account created it. Well, okay, when was it created? That's not of your concern. This is gross misconduct and we could call the police. But I haven't done anything wrong. Check the cameras to see where I was when it was created. Or, or at least tell me when it was done. That's not possible, I'm afraid. How about we agree that you leave right now and never set foot on company property again? There is one more thing as well, Josh. Your HR case is being thrown out due to this, and so no further action will be taken. I'm then escorted out of the building with my belongings. Let's break this down. Two of your three analysts were likely going to be found to have committed gross misconduct, and your third have resigned. So in order to not lose your entire team and be forced to recruit for free positions, you instead fake this account creation to oust me and my HR claim. This was the first sequence of related events that led me down a rather cynical path in relation to jobs and corporate environments. HR are not there to protect you, and they're only there to protect the company. Never forget that. Keep notes and records of everything. You never know when you might need it. These people wronged me, but more importantly, they wronged at least one entire community of people. How much discrimination has happened there since? If these two people are now senior managers elsewhere, how many people have they caused harm to? It angers me that they never got any kind of punishment or suffered any consequences for what they did and how they behaved, and that I was used as a scapegoat. We choose where we work, but sometimes we're forced to endure things that, to, in this day and age, should be a thing of the past. Do not put up with discrimination. Call out co-workers for inappropriate behaviour and make sure action is taken. We spend the majority of our adult lives in the office. There's absolutely no fucking reason why that sad existence should be made any more unbearable, especially where ignorant bigots are involved. Rant over. Fuck those guys. Next week will be a fun one about abandonment issues. Catch you later.